0: I'm Tyler. You sound like a bumblebee! Dennering. I'm Connor. You are a, tra- tra- I'm Connor, you are a traitor to Cybertron and sentenced to death, Hanson.
1: And I'm Sean. I'm your mother, Malin. <laughs> your mother.
2: <laughs> and this is the franchise, podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. This is the fifth? Wait,
0: sixth? Yes. This is the sixth fr- <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Definitely should have uh, known that, I guess. Look, our brains are yeah, melting. They're blurring together. I don't
0: know. How we've watched these movies, I feel like is... It's made it worse, I made, think. It's made it
2: worse. We both feel like... Uh, I a was flat about to say tire. Something.
0: What? A flat tire on a Transformer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Who pumps up their tires? How do their organs work? The medical one. We I can't get into this now. <laughs> <laughs> we probably already talked about this on the pod, and I've already forgotten. <laughs>
0: no but you never talk about who pumps up their tires i was gonna
2: say john tutura i kept wanting to say stanley tucci but uh, i feel like there's similar uh, positions in the in the in the uh franchise well
0: merlin can't lower himself to do that
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's only merlin in one of them he's a different character in the other one. Oh, good we he's can't two different forget characters. that yeah but yeah we're covering bumblebee today mm-hmm.
0: happy bumblebee day haple haple bumblebee happily bubbly day He's shaking his head. Yes, he liked it. It looks <laughs> excited to me. <laughs> okay, thank you for saying something. Right. Sigh of <laughs> thank you for something. I'm like, I need to segue into our guest you in know, some way. The traditional
2: I'm like, this is all going to go smoothly. Sigh. Happy <laughs> yeah. sigh.
0: content.
2: No, because I already had like a whole intro to the movie, and uh-huh. I haven't even introduced the guest yet. Yeah. Even though he said his nickname, but yeah, I was right. going to be like, bum bum bu-ba-bum, bum 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 bumblebee. That oh, was going to be the intro, is. but I've already, you know, now it's just all out there.
0: <laughs> just let it all hang out now. Just like. You remember that scene where like Bumblebee's in the bug and like that arm thing kind of slaps down? I was like, That's Bumblebee's penis.
1: I
2: don't remember that.
1: I remember Yeah, it. It I was mean, weird. it goes straight out the back, like where his tailbone
0: yeah. would be. It, it's not his tailbone. It seemed like he's in the garage and she sees the part just go like thunk. That like is, on the ground. It, you
1: do kind of hear it make like a sausage y yeah,
0: sound. Niles didn't like that. Yeah, no, Niles didn't like that. I didn't he like it either. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he heard sausage. He did. As soon as he heard sausage.
2: <laughs> Our guest today is Sean Malin. Yeah, that's me. Culture critic and writer for the Start Here column for New York Magazine.
0: Woo! We like when we get high profile people on here.
1: Yes, thank you. I (laughs) I like to be with the people. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's funny because you hear about podcasts all the time. There's 3 million podcasts. You can't be on all of them, but you can be on one.
0: Yes. You chose this one. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. I made the decision. There's 2,999,000
2: other ones. And I'm just over here being like, Mike Myers being like, we're not worthy. No,
3: but like
1: <laughs> Tyler comes highly recommended. Yeah. You know? And I listen to this podcast as what, well. What about me? No, no one's ever said <laughs> anything about me.
3: <laughs> it's true.
1: I've never heard anyone has met Mention. you. And I, when I looked you up online, it said, that's not how you spell the name. <laughs> yeah. It is It is a unique spelling for your yes, name. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. What's that all about?
0: Um, my father wanted me to have the same initials as him, K-H, and so we mis- chose to misspell Connery, and my grandmother, up until she died, spelled my name with a C instead of a K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. I, I, I know people who have that exact same conundrum, and mm-hmm. their grandparents are still around. Yeah. <laughs> m- misspelling them. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but yeah, that that that's that's the pretty much the only
0: source of it. Named after great grandmother, but then misspelled Irish name, and not that, after Sean Connery. Most everyone speculates.
1: I'm named that. after Sean Connery. Really? Yes. Is that weird? Oh, that is so God. surprising. We're, are we cosmically connected? We're two sides of the same coin. Two sides of <laughs>
2: Sean Connery voice <laughs> a Decepticon. That's a good question. He does. <laughs> that would have been the perfect. I'm a sound wave. wave. <laughs> I was gonna do any Sean Connery quote, and now I'm just forgetting all of them. You just want to do? SNL, do Connery. yeah? I, just, right. I was gonna say
1: the penis schmidje for 400, and it's like that's not even that's from not a movie. Yeah. What about the Finding Forrester? You're the man now, dog. <laughs> You're the man now, dog. That's that's a good one. I still haven't
2: seen that movie. Somebody I was working with on the on the, the last show I was on was telling me about that. He just started saying like "You're the man now, dog." I'm like, "What? What is that?" <laughs> and then went down a rabbit hole about how
1: YTMND.com is is uh, an acronym of that. Do you know that website? No, but I remember there was that website, which I think was just you're the man now dog dot com, where it was just a picture of him repeating the same line over and over. <laughs> is that the website you're talking? I about? think originally, but then it became like a like
2: a meme shit post thing in like the mid two thousands. That
1: makes sense. That was because it was, cause it was yeah. like a, a spin off of like the e bombs world new grounds. Yes, kind mm-hmm. of thing. exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is so like. Mid 2000s internet, right now.
1: I know. I yeah. feel that way. Like I feel that way. talking about Finding Forester. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah, remember when that was desktop. a reference?
0: <laughs> we're supposed to talk about
1: Bumblebee at some point. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to. Finding Forest Bumper. <laughs> finding Forest Bumper. <laughs> I can play <laughs> That works better
3: than I I know about it jokes. Did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know
2: jokes. You can host this podcast. <laughs> You do, guys are fired. Goodbye. Yeah, this is
1: my legacy
0: podcast. <laughs> yeah, you what can do your work. We sold it to him for pennies on the dollar. and He made it rich.
2: Before we talk about Autobots, Decepticons, and everywhere in between, we have to do our usual segment of
0: "What's new." Whoa, that was low. Bow. Thank you.
2: This is "What's New," our usual segment where we cover where we cover podcasts, where we talk about any new media we've been consuming. Where are you? I don't know. <laughs>
3: just so, one week.
2: Yeah, truly. <laughs> that was four weeks ago for the yeah. <laughs> listener. All right, what's new? I'll go first. Mm. I watched a little movie called Air, directed by Ben Affleck. Oh. Starring Ben Affleck. I think Pretty rewritten spy. by yeah, I think <laughs> rewritten by Ben <laughs> Affleck. Punched up. If you don't know, it's a movie about the Air Jordan, the shoe, and how that whole deal went through. Um and basically, yeah, it should be just a bunch of boring uh, shoe business stuff. <laughs> but it's uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. And uh, oh, my God. What's that guy's name? He's in uh, uh, The Boogeyman, which I also just saw.
1: I haven't seen The Boogeyman yet.
2: Christmasina, Thank you. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's going to be my other what's new. Oh, nice. My Chris Christmasina corner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, how was the movie? I haven't seen it yet.
2: <laughs> uh, it shouldn't be good, but it is. Huh. Like, there's no reason why it should be interesting or fun. Uh, but... It was entertaining the whole time. I saw it in theaters actually, like a couple of weeks ago. But it's mm. it's streaming on Prime Video now. But yeah, it's just the conception of that, and like Matt Damon's character is trying to pitch the whole concept to basically Michael Jordan's mom. And there's a whole, there is like a weird s- section of it, basically, where Michael Jordan's always like showing up at meetings and stuff like that. Okay, but he's you never see his face, and it's just like around his shoulder, and <laughs> I'm like ominous. this is so strange. <laughs> and it like they kind of pull it off. Yeah, but it's i liked it i think in part because a lot of movies like this don't exist anymore it's just Mm. all big blockbusters there's not really like mid-budget stuff yeah but this only really made like i think it broke even okay um which is kind of a bummer because there was a whole like investment there's like an interview with ben affleck and he's saying like oh yeah like the whole crew got like a percentage um i think their rates were a little lower but they got a percentage of like the the gross basically wow so it just uh yeah so they could have made more (laughs) but i guess what do you expect for like this kind of movies but i just i don't know it's nice that somebody's making this level of movie uh can't say i love all of ben affleck's movies that Mm -hmm. he's directed but this one was pretty good
1: that's good i roll hard for him as an actor I, i was convinced when i saw hollywood land have you seen that where he plays George Reeve. The I saw it like a, Superman.
2: Yeah, like a long time ago. That's
1: but. a really special performance. And I remember at the time that he was very much like just riding that Armageddon wave, was not doing well in Hollywood. Was sort of like, was like two years before or three mm-hmm. years before. I think Hollywood Land is like 06. Zhili is like 03. And people were really looking down on him. And that was the first time he sort of turn the corner, at least in my, you know, teenage brain. Yeah. But since then I've seen him in movie after movie where I'm like, he's great. And then in 2021, he was in that absolutely unbelievable movie, the way back. If you haven't seen that, that's on max, formerly HBO max. If you don't know, (laughs) uh, no, that movie, he plays a, an alcoholic basketball coach at a Catholic school that he used to go to, but he's like a serious alcoholic. And it's from the guy who made Warrior and Miracle. Okay. And it's a, exactly like what you're describing, Tyler. Like um, mid-budget drama, you know, studio drama. It follows all the rules of formula, but it's still better than it should be. And Affleck in it is so soulful and amazing. I I ride for him forever after that. I mean, I don't love Argo. That's not my thing. Yeah. You know? And I don't love the town. People are obsessed with the town. Yeah, I don't really like People the town People like the town? Much. Th- th- I a see people, people being do. like, that's my yeah. comfort movie. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> For
2: me, I'm like, oh, it's like Heat in Boston. I can just watch Heat or whatever, but that's also LA bias. Yeah. And also Heat came out first. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but he Heat thinks. is like sharp as attack, you know? Right. Like the town is a little bit deflated. Uh, it's not a bad movie. No. It's solid. But I think... The Way Back is really special. I highly recommend that one to you nice. guys. I That's
2: keep... Like, ever since I saw posters, because I think it was... It came out for a couple weeks, like, right when the pandemic hit. Yeah. And, COVID killed it. Yeah. Mm. And I just kept meaning to see it for the past three years. And uh, I just keep putting it off because it's, like, a movie I could definitely... um like, it's definitely one of those movies I could watch during the weekday with, like, my partner Lily. It's um, just like, hey, let's watch this. Like, this, yeah, like, mid-budget drama kind of thing. But it just also looks really depressing. <laughs> so, it's like, I just need to sit down and watch it, basically. It is but, that. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should I watch that or the Adam Sandler basketball movie? Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, there well, go. that's depressing, too. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> should I watch either of those or Happy Gilmore? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, yeah, the Ben Affleck connection to air. But I forgot to mention, he plays a certain person named Phil Knight. Who uh, may be relevant to this podcast right. after this segment? Oh. So. I was going
1: to ask if, if you did it for research.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Not really. It's it's a story that, like, a story. Um, should we just break it down now or should we?
1: Does it take place in Portland? Uh, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that does. is relevant to this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It will come up.
2: Yes. So I'll just put a pin in it for now. We'll okay. do what's new, right. come back right to it. Nice. So, yeah, Connor, what's new with you?
1: What's new with me?
0: Um, I started watching the new season of documentary now on Netflix, and that's really fun. I watched through their first episode, which I enjoyed in particular. They sometimes do this thing where I feel like Bill Hader and Fred Armisen don't like show up anymore for them, which kind of makes me sad. But uh, this new is really funny. They basically just said the first episode was like a two part like Werner Herzog spoof, pretty much of like him just being Werner Herzog. <laughs> And it was really funny. I actually really enjoyed it. And like they have like his best friend who's like really creepy looking and I think the pod of the episode's like he's like doing this like really in depth research documentary on like the people that live in like this like mountainous area and but then also he's like shooting the pilot for a sitcom at the same time. So he basically just employs all these like indigenous people, like work for like the set, and it's just like horrific and horrible. <laughs> but uh i don't know i i always like documentary now i was surprised when i saw the new season was up and i was like oh i had no idea this existed and coming hot off of barry i was like i want another i want them to see them be funny because the new season of barry was really really dark and i was like yikes and for briefly appears in on that one too
1: yeah right in that final season yeah he's so great yeah fantastic
2: <laughs> where is documentary now because it's uh, on netflix okay because yeah. people have recommended it to me for the past like decade or however long it's been on I can't
0: tell if you'd like it or not I really can't
2: uh I'm sure there's episodes that I would like for sure yeah but so you don't have to necessarily have seen all of the documentaries that it's like parodying. no
0: and like we went to film school and or like watch a bunch of shit ton of movies and stuff so a lot of them are just gonna be familiar like oh I know what they're like parodying right now or like even the ones you don't you're like oh okay like and also sometimes I'm like, I wish they'd give like based off this documentary so I could go and watch that one afterwards and kind of like then like get the joke a little bit more or kind of be in on it. But yeah. they don't do that, which I'm kind of bummed about.
2: <laughs> I watch a lot of docs in college and then just kind of totally fell off. So I'm like,
1: oh, I know the film school ones.
0: Yeah, same. I took documentary class, and I was like, I don't need to watch these for a long time, it feels yeah. like. But Sean, what's in with you? I,
1: I've been consuming a lot lately. This <laughs> really? last week has been almost all comedy. Like, I oh. watch it on my breaks between work. Like, I'll write, and then I'll just take a break to watch, like, 25 minutes of comedy. This week was the third season of I Think You Should Leave. I don't want to yes. talk too much about that, though, because I feel like the internet is just drowning in yeah. memes right yeah. now. But I, I do love that show, and I'm Thank grateful God. that it exists. I love a fifteen-minute episode. Yes, yeah, it's so absolutely. tight.
0: Like we had a little watch party for it with uh, some of our other friends, and we we just had so much fun. I was, I was weeping, but I was also like pretty up there. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's like that. A fifteen-minute episode. If you have a fifteen-minute show of any quality, I will watch everything you yeah. put out. Yeah, it was like eating candy. I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah, it's like it, it is exactly like eating candy, mm-hmm. but not even like a king size candy, so you don't no. feel disgusting no. after. Yeah. Like you you're like, good. I overate the, a whole Snickers bar by myself.
0: Yeah. It's like, I ate the I ate a little of, one. <laughs> it's like Snicker minis. You're just yeah. open them up. But then you eat like five by mistake. And you're like,
1: I still feel fine. That, that did happen to me where I was like, <laughs> I, I don't binge watch anything. But I, I watched the first episode. And I called my friend. I'm like, OK, so it's as good as the other seasons. Guess I'm watching the others tonight. <laughs> I did that. I enjoyed that. But I also, I just logged this on Letterboxd. But I, I watched the Wanda Sykes special. Do you guys like Wanda Sykes? I don't think i don't even know who that is to be
0: honest
2: i haven't seen any of her stuff recently it's just she's one of those comedians that has been around forever and yeah, I probably it, have like underappreciated yeah you
1: know? and you would you would know wanda if yeah. you saw her she is a character actor par excellence she's in so many comedies nice. she's in curb and okay my super ex-girlfriend and millions of movies but she she's been a stand-up forever and she had a special on Netflix i want to say around 2020 maybe 2019 that i watched and was like blown away by i mm-hmm. think it was the first time i ever watched a stand up of hers and i loved it so much that i was really anticipating this one and uh, i just watched it and it's it's absolutely stunning like she is such a good clown she uses her whole body oh, at nice. one point she rolls the entire stage, not just like three little roles. She's like a 60 year old woman. She rolls the whole stage. It's it's like Johnny Knoxville shit. (laughs) It's very impressive clowning. I'm like, damn, Sasha Baron Cohen, go off. (laughs) Uh, So that was really amazing. And, and I just, in general, that's how I relax. Like, you know, watching a little bit of comedy, but I did also watch Bumblebee this week. (laughs) I had seen it, but I felt I needed to Tyler and I like, Discussed yeah. like, do I need to rewatch it? Tyler's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <They do. laughs> the fact that you asked, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <Sorry."> <laughs> do I need to? But re-watch I guess you it? picked it. I, I yeah, yeah. I, and I'll I mean, explain what, why in a second. What were the other
0: options? I mean, Extinction or what, Last Night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: you you offered something else, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, I yeah. love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I I have been obsessed with that franchise for a long time, but also felt like I had no opinions on it that oh. other people don't have. Which, which I don't think is true of Transformers. I think I have some thoughts about Bumblebee that I don't hear people talk about. Here you have a voice. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, that's so. true.
2: That's true. This one has been like the most surprising to me out mm-hmm. of uh, out of the franchise so far. Yeah,
1: it's definitely an anomaly mm-hmm. for sure. It's not like anyway. That's what I saw. That's what's new. <laughs> Very good. Well, <laughs> speaking of Bumblebee,
0: let's talk about Bumblebee more now. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I love it. Um, I don't know, Sean, what's your experience with Transformers in general, before we start talking about Bumblebee specifically?
1: Yeah, well, we were talking downstairs, you asked the question of which of these I've seen, and the answer is that I missed the original Transformers in 07 wow. for, for no reason, mm-hmm. I was old enough to have seen it, it was yeah. just like, I didn't skip it intentionally, it just didn't happen, and so during the pandemic for the first time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. And also I was in film school too. And in film school, it was heralded as like the shittiest franchise in Hollywood. Like I remember when that first transformers was being used as like proof that Michael Bay could not direct. And this is what Hollywood is like. Yeah. I saw this thing in Austin. I I live in Austin Mm -hmm. part-time during the year and I saw I saw an art film. It was called Transformed. Mm. This is a really interesting thing, and if you oh, can find you told it, me a little bit about this. Oh so. my god! If you could find this online, you you should see it. I don't know where it is, and if you're the artist listening, I, <laughs> you know it's it's a million to one shot. But if you're listening, we I've been thinking about this for the ten years since I've seen it. Oh, so cool! What it was was this artist had cut. Every scene from Transformers that featured a transformer. Uh-huh. No cars, no m- metallic machines, yeah. whatever they are, alien, uh-huh. no robot alien. Only scenes in which humans appear and talk to each other, sort of like their version of a Bechtel test. Yeah. Like we're only gonna see what happens when there's dialogue between people. Yeah. It reduced the movie to twenty minutes, twelve minutes. Whoa. You know, and then just out of nowhere you'd see Megan Fox like walking. <laughs> You know, just like from the back. From the back. And you'd be like, oh my God, okay, that really makes clear, like without the context, this should not be in a film. Yeah. And then you just see like Bernie Max sitting in a chair for like a split second. I forgot Bernie
2: Max in the first one. He never comes back. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he won't be. He won't won't be in the next one either. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But so that was like the first thing of Transformers that I ever saw, having never seen the movie I saw transformed. And then, and that was all that I knew about the franchise. During the pandemic, or rather, Bumblebee came out, and I remember that the reviews for it were stunning. That people were like, yeah. Yeah, this people, like, loved it." Completely yeah. revises yeah. the franchise. Was that? Do you guys remember that? Like,
0: no, I remember everyone going crazy. Yeah,
1: what was that about? What were people going? Were they just being carried away on the mania, or was it the fact that the other movies had not been up to par, or I think
0: everything else was, like, such hot garbage for a long time, and then this, like, oh, it's passable, and everyone's like, look, it's amazing! (laughs) Right, yeah,
2: and I was thinking about that a lot while watching the movie today, and how people recommend, like, the next installment of a franchise, where it's like, oh, yeah, the last one wasn't, like, super good, this one's, like, way, way better, and, like, the casual kind of, like, uh, moviegoer will say that a lot for... I don't mean that in a demeaning way, more casual. so like <laughs> casual, just like people who don't watch six friggin movies in a row like we do. Yeah. Um, they will have remembered from like two years ago, the last time they saw it. It's like, oh, actually, maybe it wasn't quite that bad. There and were like, some good moments. Like, no, it wasn't. I feel like a lot of people are always just like, oh, it's just trash. And then the next one's like, if it's any good at all, it's like, this one's so much better. Yeah. Plus, yeah. there's like the whole fandom involved in it, too, which. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, we're tipping our toes into understanding what the Transformers fandom
0: is, is in, like an axe yeah um the video games are fun some of them yeah mm-hmm.
2: like uh pete davidson's in the new yeah one coming out uh, or it'll be out by now mm-hmm. and uh i sent <laughs> i had no idea he's like oh he's voicing a transformer yeah i sent that is to he really a, yeah, yeah he
0: really is he's like the main transformer other than optimus he's the second in command <laughs> i thought that was <laughs> yeah, bumblebee so. well I don't even know if Bumblebee's second in command either. What is Bumble Bumble station? Bumblebee's station? <laughs> Bumblebee is like a Is he sar- dead? He's like no. an important sergeant or something like that, I feel like. Yeah. like he's like. He's, I thought he was
1: <laughs> lieutenant. <laughs> yeah, t- Yeah, he's also British. I feel yeah. like he's like a grunt, though. I feel right. like
0: like he just like does what Optimus says, and there isn't really a hierarchy so much as Optimus, and you listen to him, and that's
1: it. Bumblebee's a lackey.
0: Yeah, he's a lackey. He kind of is. A stoolie. Like, stoolie. <laughs> What is that? Uh, know, it's it's
2: like, sp- like a lackey, but lamer. But labor, yeah. <laughs> but, it's like but the lackey for the lackey. Optimus puts his feet
1: on him. Yeah, yeah on exactly. <laughs> I like the idea of just Optimus, like, torturing his underlings. Like, he's yeah. nice in all other respects. Like, I want to save Earth. Like, we must recover the Allspark. But also, get down there, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Jazz. Yeah. No, so I, I remember all of that. And so I watched Bumblebee first thinking mm. it's a prequel, so I can see it. Yeah. And I watched on TV. Mm-hmm. I was not happy with it. <laughs> I I was like, oh, I I get it. This is stupid as shit. <laughs> but then I watched the first Transformers during the pandemic, mm-hmm. Yeah. and I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is. And and in your episode last week. Mm-hmm. So the timeline is going to be so screwed up no, for yeah, the it's, listeners. It's demented. We do this all the time. Yeah, we sure. temporal pincher movement ourselves. All the time. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's
2: a phrase we've recently
1: unretired. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's temporal, temporal, pincher temporal, pincher temporal pinching. Temporal <laughs> picture, Yeah, I mean, I was listening to that episode and you guys say it like that movie is a surprise in a lot of ways because it's not just functional. It's also like beautiful and mm-hmm. funny and it's it's an imperfect movie. It yeah. could be smarter but it isn't like it's not hot garbage it's no. it's yeah. certainly passable dramatically
0: yeah like it's good it's just a cute blockbuster you're like that was fun yeah. i'm going to like yeah. dwell on this forever no but like i don't know there's... i
1: watched 6 underground recently uh, yeah. a, a yeah. giant <laughs> steaming dump yeah. of uh, it's just like nothing there's like cars
2: in it that's all i remember
1: <laughs> cars. The, well there are like set pieces like they they blow a swimming pool up and that's yeah. cool for a minute that's... and that's like, cool It does look cool. Explosions aren't
3: cool. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I liked looking at it while I was eating Chinese food at a diner in Denver, but it was like, but that movie is a reminder that Michael Bay is capable of making really bad movies. But he's also capable of like a Pain and Gain, which mm-hmm. is, or The Rock, you know, which are both amazing movies. Yeah, the Rock right. is awesome. I it's forgot awesome. about Pain and Gain. I That's never amazing. That. Too. That's amazing. Amazing. Okay, good. I'll have to watch that one. I heard
0: Ambulance is pretty good too. I
2: love it. Ambulance, Ambulance looked Ambulance. decent. Yeah. Yeah, I like that movie. Mm-hmm.
1: But Transformers is probably a little below that. Yeah. And Bumblebee is in a completely different. World, and I think it's way worse. But this second time that I watched it, it wasn't quite as bad as I remembered.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I don't think it's awful. I feel like everyone was everyone's excitement was warranted because I was like, it's not, it's just not as bad as the other <laughs> the other two that I've seen up until this point. Where yeah. like two is a military ad, three is literal garbage. Like it's, Um I do well. <laughs> the
2: only thing I'll stand dark side for, of the moon is not fun. Like, don't <laughs> no, even. it's not fun. I wasn't gonna say fun. <laughs> That should be something about a Transformers movie, but not uh, Dark of the Moon. It is mm-hmm. very dark. Like, it's very yes. grim. Um, they're at one point near the, in the climactic battle against uh, Megatron and, like, all the other Decepticons, mm-hmm. uh, Optimus just turns to the uh, Autobots and goes, let's kill them all.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's... then he just,
2: they all cut them to pieces and stuff. I'm like, this is the most gruesome, like, samurai film of all time or something.
0: Like That's, like, in our repertoire now. It's like, kill them all, Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <he's... laughs>
1: That's messed up. Yeah. I have been on the Universal Studio Tour. Yes. And Transformers is a pretty big part of that. Yeah. So I like that. Have you talked to um,
0: uh, what's it, Optimus or Megatron? And there's like the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, guys? That's
1: what I'm saying is like, right, when you're down in that part of Universal, mm-hmm. you yeah. see those guys, and then they have their own ride, yeah. the yes. motion simulator, which mm-hmm. I don't love. Yeah, it's rough. it makes my head a little. <laughs> uh, it Despite can't be that, worse than
0: the Minions one. That one... Ooh, oh, that's really that poor. one. Do some migraine. Yeah, that's
1: scary. Yeah, I was gonna say like
2: whenever we, when we do our rankings for uh, when we do the next episode, mm-hmm. I have to throw the uh, Transformers ride in there somewhere because I okay. think it's better than most of the movies. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> I, also I think you have to accept it as canon with the films, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it's that canon? that is narrative. You, you if you don't include. That then you have not done your due diligence. Oh in my your, god! <laughs> in talking about the French, no, that's not true. But uh, I'm like, it I have is to funny go on to this ride like, again. I got a
0: universal pass. I'll go. It's this, a live. Spend seventy five dollars. <laughs> just like recording, so like, there's Optimus screaming about.
1: Okay, Optimus is just unleash the Cybertron key. Yeah, it's all literally him worrying about the Allspark, and then like some <laughs> metal dog attacks him. <laughs> a
2: metal dog. Yeah, but then at the end of the, uh, end of the ride, he's like, I'm proud of you. Thank you for saving us." I'm yeah, and he, like, touches you. you. It's weird. He, like,
1: reaches out and gives you, like, a little pat on your head, and the car shakes. You're like, don't touch me with your giant robot arm. You're going to kill me, you Optimus. You could murder me. You already said kill them all.
0: <laughs> now lay down so I can put my feet on you. I liked him, this movie especially. The Decepticons are, like, they're a rebe- rebel force, and they're, like, they're basically, like, they're a rebellion. And I was like, okay, this makes a lot more sense why like Optimus is so, like gung-ho like
1: oh, oh, we have to kill them all this is desperate it's I, I, I have a i have some hot takes on that yeah i don't know if we're there yet but i have a hot take on the position of the decepticons versus the autobots are you saying is decepticons like, are right i know but i you do <laughs> get Star the Wars. sense that you do get the set i let's see what the language i wrote let's go is. yeah come on I, I i have a specific thing that i said oh bumblebee is I, I think maybe they're terrorists. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking like, <laughs> I And I think they get Abu-Graved by the American, like, yeah, like the Decepticons literally like string up Bumblebee. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say this, but Bumblebee is Osama.
2: <laughs> Osama <Bum-Bladen.
1: laughs> Like We got him. That- <laughs> we got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the yeah. we uh, got. It. they found him in a giant cave. They find him in the Grand Canyon under a little, <laughs> like a an overhang. God. Ladies and gentlemen, we got God. it. Yeah. <laughs> he had a bunch of Adam Sandler movies on his hard drive. I do think like as a, if you follow a lot of analyses of like big action movies post 9-11, like the mm. Marvel movies being extensions of 9-11. Oh yeah. If you feel that way and you think about it from the military perspective, which is not to say that. Osama had a point. No, <laughs> It's more to say that Bumblebee is in that position relative to what the Decepticons are yeah. trying yeah. to do.
0: I always felt like I, I never really I feel like clicked or I was like, oh, they're literally running away or like they lost the war. I always felt like or at least all the media I've seen is Cybertron gets destroyed. So like they both lost, basically. And this universe of Bumblebee seems like Cybertron is still intact and the Decepticons have won.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're the colonizing force. Yeah. But they they have successfully taken over. Yeah. And then they string Bumblebee up for information by his wrists. <laughs> yeah. And beat him senseless. Let's see. Let's make by that the way, permanent. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, hitting him all the time. Like, yeah. you know, there's other ways to attack a robot alien. Yeah. How? You know, like, with water. <laughs> with
0: what? <laughs> they just have super soakers.
1: He does end up in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just splash him, and he's like, ow, oh my god, that hurts. You're killing me. Well, he survives a dam exploding on him, so right. I don't yeah. think water That's can hurt him He nearly much. drowns.
3: He nearly
0: drowns. Can they breathe? Do they need to breathe?
1: Yeah, he, he cannot breathe. <laughs> I, I watched with my mom, and my mom goes, oh my god, he can't breathe down there. <laughs> I mean, it's true. He uh, can't
3: breathe down there. He can't breathe anywhere. He's not breathing. <laughs>
0: I thought it was a good observation. It was <laughs> fantastic. I love that. Five stars to your mom. That's amazing.
2: I'm just thinking of like other bleak underwater sequences. Mm. Like I, well, I guess it's not bleak. It's when Megatron making,
0: is resurrected, uh, that's underwater out of the
2: pool. Yeah. Uh, no, I was thinking like Shape of Water, but that's less bleak. Like yeah. there's like a really bleak underwater scene in Paddington too. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's some metaphor going on
0: there. <laughs> Baptism. A
2: bumblebee. <laughs>
3: Thank
1: you. Sean <laughs> He rises out of the
2: water. He's like, I'm not B one two seven anymore, Optimus. I'm bumblebee. I'm bumblebee.
1: Oh yeah, that's another thing he's just, he's such a like child. Like he's like yeah. changing his name. Yeah. What age is Bumblebee? I I wrote down while I was watching. <laughs> what? It. How, how old
2: do? Uh, at first, I was like, he's a hardened Autobots soldier.
1: Get? I at first at the beginning
0: of the movie, he's yeah. killing people, he's shooting Decepticons. I'm like, this is like a twenty something well, year old. Bumblebee. Okay, so okay. he's
1: voiced by Dylan O'Brien. Yes. Yeah. At the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm? So let's say 30 yeah give or take 25
2: mm-hmm. uh yeah like mm-hmm. 25 yeah, yeah sure and yeah. let's
1: even say that dylan is 18 playing younger you know? Yeah, like, right, like, right, right as they say mm-hmm. so maybe he's 15 yeah but then after he loses his voice mm-hmm. and he becomes a toddler he becomes like a child he really yeah. he starts like banging more, on yeah. you're like what's going on like there was a you moment an adult? yeah there was
0: a moment where he says memory restoring i was like i thought they just ripped out his voice box I don't recall a moment where it was, like, memory corrupted or something like that. Or, like, them really just beating him so hard that you see, like, a corruption thing happening. But exactly.
3: Yeah. It
0: ju- it's just his vocal stuff,
3: so it's I'm just like so confused. It's kind of, disrespectful
1: to mute people. Yes! It definitely is. Like, if you if you get your throat ripped out, you will become sort of, like, a lurching... A dumb baby. Yeah, baby who <laughs> breaks a car for no reason. And has no comprehension of
0: what hiding is or, like, yeah. existing... Well, Bumblebee you, definitely could
2: have learned sign language too.
1: Yeah, right? he has oh no God. object permanence. He doesn't understand language. He can
0: download sign language, and then
1: Optimus is like, "You did good," and he's like, "No, I am Bumblebee."
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Cool, I, I I just don't care anymore." Roll out. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> call and, you. And with. they do. They literally do. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they all show up, and Ratchet and Clank are there, and you know, whatever. Ratchet and Clank? What?
2: I don't know <laughs> oh, their names. <laughs> <laughs> the names of the Transformers? I yeah. got you. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I just Dylan O'Brien voicing him in the beginning, like giving Bumblebee a voice for the first time, I think, in the movies. I just liked really it. <laughs> well, it really threw me off because like he does act like a, a weird kid slash dog, kind of, the rest <laughs> of the movie. And that's what he does in the earlier movies, too. So it's huh. like, oh, okay. So like are they implying he has like severe brain trauma and stuff or what? Like, it's just like, it's just weird to have like him be normal in the beginning. And then he's like, I can't really function anymore. It just makes you think about too much. He has
0: like intense PTSD. And that's why in the first one where his legs get blown off, he still decides to fight. And there's a certain amount of dementedness to that.
1: It's like in the Hurt Locker when Jeremy Renner goes back to war. Like Bumblebee's like, I just can't stay here. I have to fight. <laughs> exactly. It's like I have to keep going. Yeah. There is no home for I me. I have to murder Decepticons. Like he,
0: yeah, he's so truly He's it's, so
1: militant. Yeah, he has an iron giant violent. moment. Yeah. He yeah. literally destroys he destroys a a, a large group of mm-hmm. American military. He blows them up and does mass murder of yeah. the American military. I, I am not defending look, yeah. ACAB for sure, but yes. Also, a mass murder is not the answer. No, it's like, death is still death. <laughs> so, You're still killing people. Yeah. Yeah. They can't
0: respawn. No, they, they're they not coming back, despite feel, how many times John Cena, Cena survives an he, explosion. He does yeah. fine, but all yeah. his
1: underlings. They're all dead. His stoolies. His stoolies. As you were. <laughs> they, they are stoolies. Yeah, they, they can't fight, because <laughs> no. they get blown up by a giant robot baby.
0: Even
2: in the beginning, <laughs> when he lands, when... Uh, <laughs> when Bumblebee lands, he's like, oh, I'm not here to hurt you. And then they're like, oh, what's that coming towards us? Bumblebee's just like, uh, like, what does he even say? He's like, uh, you should move or something. He's like, that's not
0: just, one of yours. They just,
2: they just all blow up. I'm like,
0: you, sh- you could have helped
1: them. You yeah. just let them
0: all die. He doesn't care about them that much. He just got here.
2: He
1: doesn't even really protect Charlie. Like, he sort of, like, puts his arm around her, but then they both get blown, just, yeah. like, knocked off anyway. She gets
0: shot by a missile on a dumpster, and I was like, that should just literally be the end of her. But, you know, it's a dumpster, and she lives. I think it would
1: have been a better movie if Charlie had Charlie. been, like, killed. And that, like, incentivized, that radicalized Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. At least it would explain why. Bumblebee child soldier. Yeah.
2: I mean, he truly is because like he's a child soldier. Because yeah. basically, the the, the uh, Optimus um, is a
1: warlord. Yes, he's yeah. a child. He yeah. he has a level of he has a whole rung of child soldier stoolies yes. working mm-hmm. for him to commit the murder of American military. <laughs> and like this, Decepticons
2: just run like a military coup. That's yeah. basically what it feels like. It's yes. like oh, new leadership or whatever. I'll kill all the Autobots or whatever. Mm. Uh, and now, yeah, Bumblebee is just a surviving child survivor, yeah. er, tri- child, child soldier, child soldier. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's he's like the Autobots are Boko Haram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying this compare, like this, like revisionist Decepticon history.
1: No, we're uh, doing.
2: <laughs> revisionist, right.
1: <laughs> the only
2: thing bad going for them is that their names like John Cena is like Decepticons. Really? You're going to trust those guys? That's yeah. the names.
1: <laughs> well, also, the, the grimace, like, the ugly faces. Uh, so yeah. you yeah. talked about in the last episode. Having not seen the rest of them, I can't say what the visual effects are like. Mm-hmm. But I hate the effects in Bumblebee, except yeah. for one thing. I really like how they transform, how Bumblebee transforms yeah. out of the bug and back yeah, into... Yeah, yeah. They that look looks like good. the toys.
0: Yeah. Like, they look really good in this. I like the design of this one, Unfortunately, I think well, I like them looking like the toys and bulky. Yeah, they're like the 80s, like, G1 yeah. line or whatever. Right. They're all blocky.
2: Yeah. That's a lot of fun. And even when they're in the... Uh, that tunnel, Bumblebee turns like he has like yeah, the, that, the bug. That's chest the best. Or yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. That's it's the fun. best sequence for mm-hmm. sure.
1: But then you, the Decepticons, mm-hmm. the Justin Thoreau and Angela Bassett characters, mm-hmm. you can't tell where their faces are. No, yeah. and that their mouths be the are sort of like looking like a puppet me, me, being me, very me. poorly operated. <laughs> They're always pretty bad.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, they don't get any better in the others? No, they have human teeth. I don't know if you've seen all that in the first Transformers. And that gets worse and they start drooling. Yeah, and they just Megatron get... does, right? And Star- so does Starscream. Gross. Starscream. Yeah, Starscream, yeah, Starscream so spits so much in like the second and third one. Like, he's just always drooling. He it's does. like, oh, yeah, why the, are you disgusting? Because <laughs> the
2: third one came out in like 2011. So it's right after Avatar. So they're like, oh, let's do a bunch of 3D stuff. So Starscream spits yeah. into the screen so many times. Yeah. Gross. Like That's I can't really imagine bad. like 40x or whatever for that movie.
1: Smell o vision. You you got a robot spitting on your face.
0: It's just so bad. It basically is the ride. Oh, speaking of spit and that, like people get loop like liquefied in this as well. What are you guys' thoughts about that? That the Decepticon weapons can liquefy people.
1: Yeah, I I well, first of all, I was like, if he's so evil, he's gonna want to see blood, right? Yeah. Like that's such a tame way to murder. But Maybe also he thinks
0: that's their blood.
1: Yeah, he's like, Oh, they're just clear on the inside. Yeah, he turns <laughs> them into like saline or something, <laughs> yeah. like It almost feels like he's giving back to the earth. Like if it's water, to me, that's I'm full blown. (laughs) I I like the idea of going like fully politically aligned with the Decepticons. Like from your body, a garden will grow. (laughs) From
2: my opinion, the Autobots are evil,
3: (laughs) and you are lost.
1: I like I like to align with an invading force. <laughs> that's that's just one of my protocols whenever I'm on a podcast.
0: Yeah, just immediately side with the other team.
1: I like the colonizer. I mean,
0: <laughs> I appreciate this. As a child, I would always be segregated to be Megatron. So, like, yeah, I feel like I've been forced to align with Decepticon views my entire life.
1: Yeah, the villain is always cooler. Yeah, it's 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 so much fun. And they're they're. Thoreau and Bassett are quite funny. Like They're when good. she's talking to to John Ortiz and she's like, yeah. "Thank you, friend." <laughs> You're like, "Oh my god! Like this is so stupid." It's like, you, how do you not know these people are evil? <laughs> hamming it up.
2: Speaking of John Ortiz, for a split second, I thought it was Fred Armisen, and I'm like, "Oh, oh. I really wish Fred Armisen was in this. Like it would be it would be more fun. That'd be funny." Yeah. Um, no, no, knock against John Ortiz at all. I just. Mm. I love I love Fred Armisen. And I was like, who is that? And I had to look him up. And I'm like, oh, he's the guy in Kongskull Island
1: who gets his arms ripped off by the oh, pterodacle. If so that's course. who that is. Of course. How can we forget? He's great. He's there <laughs> yeah. there are so many like power players in this movie. Like mm-hmm. the you mentioned John Tarturo before we were on mic. And yes. it's like this franchise is so good with its character actors. <laughs> like you've got like Len Carew, the old guy who runs Charlie's uh shop, like yeah. mechanic shop. Yeah. He he's so great. You got Glenn Terman as, like, the head of the military who lets it all happen. John Ortiz has weird moments. John Cena <laughs> at one point goes, you know, this guy's weird. And, like, you're like, yes, he's very <laughs> he's weird. Very I weird. love that. And, like, Angela Bassett and Justin Theroux, it's just very well cast movie. Mm-hmm. And it, without those guys, you don't have, like, any sort of grounded reality whatsoever. Like, you mm-hmm. need them, or a movie like this just becomes so ridiculous.
0: Do you like Haley or Sam Witwicky? as the owners of Bumblebee better.
1: I, Haley Steinfeld is a great actor and she has moments th- on this rewatch. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated what an amazing and focused actor yeah. she is. She's, she has in the scene where she gets really emotional about her dad with Bumblebee in the mm-hmm. garage for the first time. Like she's looking at a tennis ball, but yeah, she is yeah. feeling real, mm-hmm. but this movie is not funny. Yeah. No. And, I love that Shia is so funny in the yeah. first film. I can't defend him as a human being, and so I think <laughs> no. I have to go for Steinfeld yeah. just out of like core allegiances with a normal human being.
2: But you like the Decepticons. <laughs> but you like the Decepticons. <laughs> like the Decepticons. <laughs>
1: now, that's really revisionist history. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a man for no party. <laughs> there
0: you go. He's with the uh, neutral party of ones that don't have any emblem on them. Yeah. They just kind of
1: transform to beige. I just believe in those dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I believe in, in the animal ones, too. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, you, you guys have a closer connection with this franchise. You've been watching the more. Which is the more... Who is the better owner? Like, I think Haley is. Honestly, I, I think they have a stronger
0: connection than... What's it called? Than Sam Witwicky, Shia LaBeouf. Because he mostly just screams at Bumblebee, where I'm like, they have a oh, yeah, believable... The- Charlie and Bumblebee have a believable friendship, where I'm like... Yeah, they love each other. Like, they love each other, yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know why Bumblebee wouldn't, like, turn around and leave San Francisco and go back to, like, hang out with her. Yeah.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, Dark of the Moon, like, you really start to see how is like, changing as an actor in a way yeah. that's, like... Oh, okay. This feels like he feels like this is like big acting time where he's just like screaming and like freaking out all the time, and like losing his mind and stuff. And I'm like, it's unfortunate for both. Like, because I'm sure he's just bored, and like I get it. But it's like, oh, where he ended up like in life now, it's just like you start
1: to see that. Yeah, you you start to see the traces of it. It's the beginning of the cracks. It's it's kind of scary. Yeah, that's depressing. Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing I like about Steinfeld and and her interactions with the bumblebee here is that he is not meant to be some sort of surrogate parent, but actually Mm -hmm. she learns to be like his caretaker. I really appreciate that. It's not like a surrogate daddy coming in. Mm -hmm. And in fact, at the end, probably, probably the bravest thing that the whole movie does is when she turns down all of the different attention she's getting from memo. Yeah. Like he's really trying to like make it happen with her, really Mm -hmm. pressuring her, honestly. Yeah, really. And she just, by the end goes, I'm not ready. Like, don't, Fucking touch me yeah. like she literally swats his <laughs> and hand he's away. like Ooh. yeah i mean he's not just nebishy; he's also like a little bit pushy mm-hmm. and i love that she's like no i'm like dealing with my child over here like i'm helping <laughs> yeah. to like nurse a, a sick animal a baby <laughs> yeah
2: yeah it really he does feel like a bumblebee feels like an animal or like a dog or
3: something
0: yeah he like, basically i like i like it helps her reconnect like yeah. literally come out and be like okay like I'm working through my grief and I'm using that to kind of like care for somebody of a family who kind of just like has completely ostracized her yeah, yeah. her
2: family basically neglects her yeah
0: is, is that her brother or her stepbrother her stepbrother okay because that makes a lot more is it sense. I thought it was her biological me brother too. I feel like it's not I think it's like the mom Randy's it's Randy's kid, it's Randy's kid <laughs> but it, you know, it, it might even be like the mom and Randy had a kid and now like time has passed or something but that I feel like doesn't make much sense like Do otherwise we... she holds that can for a long time. Do we agree that Randy is a beta cuck?
1: Yeah. He's a full blown cuck. When he
0: did that smile thing, I'm like, this is going to be a really good opportunity where I, I like Randy. He's going to give her a part or He's something just, like, she really needs. Tucking
1: and... in his Hawaiian shirts. Like, you don't have to do that. No. Even in 1987, you can have that loose. If Weird Al can do it, so can you. If Weird Al yeah. can do it. He does wear a few uh, Phil Knight esque
2: polos throughout mm-hmm. the movie. you think that's a reference? I think, did I you, think it, did it you might be. That? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. Now, after seeing Air. Um, <laughs> Hold on, let me grab Niles. He's screaming. Okay, I'm surprised Lily's not here, but she's not on every episode.
1: No, no.
2: Um, yeah, she definitely does not want to watch the Transformers movies.
1: Yeah <laughs> how how often do you guys watch stuff together? Um,
2: you, for the podcast in general, uh, we watch like a lot of stuff together. But um, in terms of like stuff for the podcast, it really has to be something she's also interested in, like. She's the whole she's the whole reason why like we did book club basically. She's like we have to do book club cuz uh Connery's sister Grayson like demanded we do Mama Mia, which I was oh, like yeah. down for cuz I'd never seen those before and ended up really liking those. Oh, Mama Mia is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um so Lily's like if Grayson can do it, I got to do it and <laughs> just like commandeer the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I watch a lot more stuff than like well I just watch a lot more movies and she watches like a lot of uh more docs and stuff like that. Yeah, we
1: watch stuff each week. I don't know how to quantify it, you know? I, I force my partner. Force is strong, but but <laughs> we. I will say, like, I have something that I have to watch for work. You're going to watch with me. And she, ask she'll ask with weight. <laughs> she'll grumble. She'll grumble, but she'll watch. And then, yeah. you know, the rule is that if she has something that she's like, I want to watch this. Yeah. It's a, it's a yes, yes no matter what it mm-hmm. is and sometimes I'm surprised like wow that's cool like you guys with book club too yeah and sometimes I see something I'm like oh man <laughs> I really like we recently watched Sliding Doors oh have you seen um, it yeah I've, I've heard of it it's like Gwyneth
0: Paltrow movie that's yeah. the one yeah and,
1: and it's a very special to her mm-hmm. and I was not on board for the first 80 minutes and yeah. then I got it it clicked but I also watched Never Been Kissed and um. that was despicable <laughs> That was like, I I'm ashamed that I know a person who loves this. I hate this movie.
2: There's, there's stuff that we'll watch
1: that I'm like, yeah, basically, uh like
2: I don't expect her. I've just been watching like a lot of Slocky action movies lately. Oh, yeah. And I don't even like bother asking her. I'm like, I'm not gonna ask you to watch like Tango and Cash or something like that. <laughs> like, I don't even think it's gonna be good, you know? So I'm not gonna ask her to watch it. Uh, but she like we watched uh oh we cause we watched Transformers two and three with uh Jacob, who's mm. on that episode on first Transformers, um in a row on Memorial Day. Yeah. And then Lily texts me, it's like, Oh, can we watch like Pearl Harbor tonight? I feel like tonight's <laughs> like it's like the perfect day it's to watch it or whatever. Night. And I'm like <laughs> oh, because I'm watching two Michael Bay movies, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. sure. Like, <laughs> And then she's like, oh, because it's like Memorial Day, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, like, I didn't really just watch two. like, like I, I didn't really watch like, oh, no, three. three. We, watched, we watched three. Like nine hours. I watched like 12 hours of Michael Bay movies that yeah. day. You were yeah. so
0: white. We originally get dinner until I was like, we have to go home. I'm so tired. <laughs>
1: it's it's your support that allows him to yell at people when the lights are not erected at five in the morning. When they're ready <laughs> He's very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. He's a, yell, he's a screamer. Yeah, he's a, a Classic screamer. screamer. And Michael, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> I, I want to let you know that I admire you and I appreciate that your yelling like a maniac is to get your work done. <laughs> and I know that Megan Fox forgave you, so so do I. That's nice of her. She did. She compared him to Hitler first and then... (laughs) And then forgave him? Then forgave him. Steven
0: Spielberg (laughs) demanded that she be
2: fired. Is that
1: like forgiveness or forgiveness in quotation marks? No, I I think actually they became friends because she was in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles That's right, she was. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Yeah. And and again, I think he's a visionary filmmaker, Mm -hmm. Michael Bay. Mad respect, Michael.
0: Yeah. But you know. Sometimes yeah. you swing, or swing all too hard. Speaking
2: of which, I read an interview while watching this movie. I was reading an interview with Michael Bay, where it's like, "Yeah, like Steven told me to stop making them after the th- original trilogy, <laughs> <laughs> but they, but I guess I just like wanted to keep taking the money or whatever." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I mean that's fair, but also like he made five of these movies, and it's just yeah. like if you think, he, I guess he just doesn't really think of his career in like in like in a strictly like a tour way that like a lot of like you know like." Yeah, film students
1: revere him that way. Yeah, you know he's got a film in the Criterion collection. But Michael Bay just sees himself as a as an entertainer Mm -hmm. and a moneymaker. But that's warranted. You can do that. How is Spielberg allowed to criticize? And I love him, Mm -hmm. but how are you allowed to criticize when you directed four Indiana Jones movies?
0: Yeah,
2: Uh, when three of them are good, I guess.
1: I don't know. Is that is that accurate?
0: Uh, We like Temple of Doom here.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't realize I'd walked into a dangerous environment. Yeah. A dangerous <laughs> I'm just gonna go use the restroom. <laughs> no. It I, has Problems. Yes. I, I wonder what Spielberg thinks of these movies because you know Bumblebee. It did get acclaim, and yeah. and th- you can't deny that it it works. Yeah. It has its moments, even if it's sort of like simple. Especially between the Autobots, they have really poor dialogue, yeah. and you're like, this is this is stupid, <laughs> but. The movie's not a, a waste. Emotionally it has its it has its feelings. And then of course there's the music. I feel like we should talk about that at some point because yeah, music yeah. in this one is like fundamental to how it's, it works because Bumblebee speaks with yes. mm-hmm. and like that soundtrack must have cost so much money. I can't stop thinking about that. Yeah. And we definitely need to talk about Travis Knight, because
2: we've spent time watch talking about Michael Bay, which I've enjoyed. But I'm like, oh wait, no, he didn't direct this one. No. <laughs>
1: But putting a pin in music. Go go oh, talk about go Travis off. Knight. So like you watched Tra- you watched Air, yes. Phil Knight, Travis Knight's dad. Yes. Travis
2: Knight, the director of this. Mm-hmm. Uh his dad is Phil Knight, who was like the head of Nike. Nice. So Travis Knight is like one of the most most Nepoist of babies. I was
0: gonna say he can basically just do whatever he wants, like if he wants to be a
1: filmmaker, he gets to be a filmmaker and a successful one. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that that is proved by the fact that I've seen every movie that he's made as a producer and director. He made like six movies for Leica, hmm. starting with Paranorman, and he's oh. animated a bunch of others. I've seen every movie he's made. I think they are all shitty. Oh, no. I really? do not like Box oh, yeah. Trolls. I do not like Paranorman. Yeah. I think that Kubo sucks. Oh, wow. I mean, all these Kubo's movies are pretty. beautiful. Beautiful movies. Yeah. All the Leica movies are gorgeous and yeah. push animation forward. They're also some of the stupidest <laughs> films out there. They're all bad except Coraline. I was going to say, Coraline's great. Which is Henry Selick. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's good. <laughs> how
2: come you don't like Paranorman? I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember liking it a lot. No,
1: I I, I saw it in theaters and then I saw it again and I just find it totally boring. I mean mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful, but it moves to yeah. its own pace. It's very slow and weirdly like moseying. That's
2: how I felt about this movie. About yeah. Bumblebee. It felt like really just like moseying around. It
0: does feel like a well, like a road there's trip. There's not much to do. You're you're just like oh, she's hanging out with Bumblebee. We're getting over the death of her father. We're like you know Decepticons. They're here, but you know they're they're lackeys. They're not really a super big deal. fighting with mom. Yeah, fighting with mom. Yeah, I,
2: I, Dad's I, a I cuck. really wanted to like Kubo on the two strings, but it's like it was definitely at that time where it's like okay, this is the very last year we can have like a bunch of white people voice these like characters. Yeah, in this <laughs> right. very cultural yeah, right. movie. You know,
1: it it's very all of that is. Profoundly disconcerting, you watch it now. But like I just don't think any of those Leica movies are smart. And they and even worse, they're diminishing returns since Corolla. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. all successively worse. Like yeah. Paranorman Norman is tolerable, but it just keeps going down. I mean, did you see that Missing Link movie? I, I oh, don't I've know. I've been like halfway through it. I oh, haven't finished it. God picked it up it's a bad while It's really it's like a broken movie like this just does not fit together and now he's got this big project wildwood that like is making and i Mm. i have no interest in watching it oh wow but yeah yeah, like he is the nepo baby of all nepo babies (laughs) i don't give him any credit if if you can't direct stop directing yeah
2: um yeah this is well okay so i have a few things to say basically travis knight formerly known as chili tea really a late 90s uh rapper oh that was his first career. Good
0: for you. you like wanna, a okay. Vanilla
2: Ice-esque rapper. Or a Tom Hanks' son. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah! yeah. He's speaking in Patois. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when I look at pictures of uh, Travis Knight now, I'm like, he looks like the guy that would be rapping in the in the late 90s or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> So there's that. Um, I, you know, like... I just found out about this like connection, I think, around when Paranorman came out or something. So I would just talk to people about, like, hey, yeah, you know, there's Nike Dad and Like a Son. And it's just <laughs> interesting how Nike and Like Son sound similar, even though it has nothing to do with each other. Yeah. So I'm like, let me tell you the story of Like a Son and Nike Dad <laughs> and how all the money from Nike... Not all the money from Nike, but Some of like, the money he could from just Nike. fund it. But he also bought out... Uh, I'm totally spacing on the name of the stop motion studio that he bought out, but it was like a legendary studio. Uh, Will Vinton studios. Thank you. Actually
1: weird connection. Mm -hmm. When Will Vinton died, the company that I was working for at the time, we sell props and memorabilia Mm -hmm. and we had the California raisins, which he directed those like stop motion. And I wrote his obituary about Will Vinton. And I like, he's a good example. And to me, his clearest successor is like Wes Anderson now of Mm -hmm. how stop motion animation can be achieved in such a way that it deepens the drama or the comedy of the work that's being made, and I don't think Travis Knight knows how to do that. Mm. I don't think his movies have any depth.
2: I know there's a huge criticism in like the stop motion community that people like mutter where it's like, oh, they fabricate all the different faces Whoa. instead of like right. molding it around. <gasps> like, um, what's the Henry Selick movie that just came out recently? Uh, Wendell, Wendell and Wild. Wild. Yeah, I, I like that quite a bit. Like that 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 uh, the plot kind of just is sloppy, but
1: it felt like a lot more fun. Have you seen it? haven't seen that one, but I I revere Selleck. For me, big monkey bone guy. I love monkey bone. (laughs) Uh, Can't get over it. No, I really love, uh, you know, everybody loves Nightmare. Nightmare is amazing, of course, but James and the Giant Peach. I mean, that that lives rent-free in my head. It rips. (laughs) It's very good. We're
0: family. We're
1: family. me, me,
2: me, 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 and you. There's also a whole thing on the internet where people are like, "Oh, was it just me that thought the spider in James and Giant Peach was like really hot?" No, that's everyone. <laughs> everyone thought the spider the was the French hot.
1: the cigarette smoking yes a sexy spider. spider. With the, we all with know, beret. <laughs> yeah.
0: And oh, also, my. I want Twitter to calm. Uh, in my Instagram, my Instagram is so horny for Zelda right now. Like that's all they talk about. That stupid goat thing or that the sure fish that's man. Just in your searches? No, it's the <laughs>
1: internet. <laughs> Connery, this is what's going to show up when you search <laughs> "hot fish man." Hot yeah.
0: Fish.
2: When you type in uh, <laughs> T-O-T-K, giant dong machine. Giant dong
0: machine. <laughs> How many times I was like, I'm going to send Tyler this weird like effigy of a man with a penis shooting fire. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't play the game. He's so
2: like, I
1: think it's funny. I've seen that one. I mean, I've seen that one. Tyler's like, I searched the same things, bro. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, I think that's about all I was going to say about Travis Knight. Yeah, like he's, he basically, I mean, at least for being like, uh, you know, yeah, the hot button term of, of the day, of being a, a big Nepo baby. Mm-hmm. Um, He at least put it into something like stop motion, which is like a dying format, but I know also, yeah, with mixed results. And also financially, yeah. there's not making a lot of mo- money, and I was always wondering about that. Yeah, like that. struggling. Yeah, like yeah. five years ago, I was like wondering about that. I'm like, oh, okay, it all makes sense because he kind of has like I- unlimited funds.
0: Yeah, it's like he, he can't physically fail. Like he'll always be able to make more and kind of do whatever yeah. he wants, but... You know, it, it's a it's a life. I'm sure every artist envies. Be like, you yeah. can fuck up, but like, you still just get to like get up. And be like, oh, I'll do something else now. I'll do the next thing. It doesn't matter.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. The last point I had to say about him in terms of like this movie is his first uh, live action movie. And there's like a lot of visuals in this that feel very much like oh, like this person comes from animation. It's mm-hmm. very stylized. It reminds me a lot of uh, Mission Impossible Four: Ghost Protocol, which was Brad Bird's first uh, live action movie. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of just like a lot of the visual language that he does. um, I'm not saying it's directly like Bad Bird, but just like coming from an animation standpoint, like there's a lot of like, I mean, yeah, Michael Bay did so many Dutch angles and way too many. And it's not like Travis Knight was doing Dutch angles, but just like the way he moves the camera around and stuff like that. It Mm -hmm. just feels very like as if it was animated. But it also makes me feel sometimes like the human characters like, uh, it's a combination of that, and I feel like the script being kind of weak with, like, a lot of, yeah. like, it feels very bare bones. Like, mm-hmm. the mixture of those two things, it feels very, like, melodramatic. I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm watching almost, like, an anime or something. And I feel
0: like that's wrong, because I get off on melodramas. Like, I yeah. really like, me- that's why like, episode three, the best, like, I really like melodramas. And so, when I, when she is being dramatic and, like, crying and being like, my dead dad, and, like, bumblebees my one connection yeah. left, I'm like, I dig it. Sure, let's like, go. that, like, uh, eagle eye
2: shot or whatever of, she's just being like, I can't! do this? Yeah, exactly. Like, this is like the most like
0: <laughs>
2: Neon Genesis or whatever. Like, <laughs> just like... I yeah. I don't yeah know.
0: Very much, yeah. She's gonna get into the machine and see an angel or whatever.
1: I mean, I do think the big emotional scenes are the, the best part of yeah. the movie. Like, between her and Pamela Adlon, especially, and her with Bumblebee. Pamela mm-hmm. Adlon, I, I love, and it was great to see her have like a good big film role. Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly... I think what you're saying is really true that he directs like a person familiar with animation. And part of that is that there's a lot of energy put into making how a robot would move in space look real. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that is achieved beautifully. But we have six movies before this that worked on that and sort of showed us that that could be done. Yeah. And the novelty is dead there. I don't need to have seen it to know, like to see the other six. Yeah. To know that we have the tech to make that look good. Mm. And then having just seen avatar 2 yeah which is like you know visually about as perfect as a movie can be yeah. the most stunning thing in the world mm-hmm. and james cameron is a is a melodramatist all yes. his films are big emotions maybe mm-hmm. even their scripts are not quite where they need to be yes and yet those films really work i think and mm-hmm. they cohere around the emotion because the effects are so integrated and i yeah. felt like this was exactly like you said like it's very minimal outside of the CGI animation sequences, and then when we get the robots, everything comes to a head, and so yep. those work. But the rest of it just doesn't feel tight. Like the sequence in the beginning with John Cena and like the paintball and everything, yeah.
2: and then like they're all in the vehicles chasing after Bumblebee. I'm like, okay, this feels like this feels like action figures and stuff, and that's honestly like kind of cool in a way because actually their GI Joes are of fighting this. a Transformer. It's
0: fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
2: it's and honestly, this movie's a lot better than the GI Joe movies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> but uh, he, other than that, like after that, it's just kind of a lot of the visuals kind of go against telling the drama for me sometimes. It's just, yeah, like I said, it's just that in the script, like you're saying with Avatar 2, where the script is just so general and it's like, oh, they're doing the ET thing. They're doing like the alien like crash to Earth and like she has They're doing has the a first friend.
0: movie again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I guess I've, it's, I have a lot of inherent biases against what this movie is doing, I guess, in terms yeah. of like how eighties it is. And it's just also like, Hey, well, let's write this movie. Like it's an eighties movie. Do you remember the eighties? And, <laughs> and a lot of it, like a lot of it in the script feels like it's written like an eighties movie. And it kind of feels just the structure of characters. Like they just don't feel as organic as I want them to be.
1: I mean, and I, I wrote down the music, like talking about the music, yeah, yeah, yeah like go. the songs, you know, first of all, Charlie is in love with the Smiths. And, mm-hmm. I don't know when this became a thing. I, around the time of like 500 Days of Summer, I guess, when mm-hmm. they talk about The, the perks of
2: being a wallflower, too. Maybe, oh, yeah. Right.
1: I mean, it's just like one of those things where the Smiths is just this instant coding yeah. of like an outcast. Mm-hmm. But by 2018, when this movie came out, Morrissey was already being a prick. Yeah,
2: like a fascist. <laughs> a fascist, a fascist.
1: Like Yeah. And you're like, okay, maybe... I understand that at that era, she wouldn't like that, but we are in the modern era, mm. like s- music supervising this film. She doesn't have to listen to that. Yeah, and then yeah. every time Bumblebee sings, he sings, you know, weird science, like, like novelty songs from that era. It's mm. not necessary. Like we could have a soundtrack of legit music. We get Rick rolled. Yeah. yeah but we get, literally
2: he
0: shoots get it out. He's like, no, no, no. No, don't. He knows the bear. It's like, don't do that to me. Don't Rick roll me. He, he, he could have killed her. Like that goes shooting <laughs> out. <laughs> that tape could have killed. And then like I will sit pig-headed. on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He pisses on somebody in the first movie. Remember that? Yes, yeah. he d- he does
1: urinate on <laughs> a human being. Yeah, he <laughs>
2: lubricates them, which sounds <laughs> even- is, it, is it
1: oil that he pisses on them or is it flat out? I, I feel like full urine.
0: on waste. Like it is like robot waste. Like whatever, like disgusting churns through their system. Yeah, it, I, I, it's like piss to me. Or like, I feel like that's exactly what it yeah, is. It's it, not gasoline. Yeah.
1: It, it's alien,
0: alien yeah, piss. It's piss. It's gross.
2: <laughs> I think, on that note, I think my favorite song in this is uh, I Left All My Exes in Texas. Oh, yeah. Because I looked it up. I'm like, that's gotta be like a really old song, right? I'm like, oh, no. It came out in 1987. That's when this movie set. I'm like, mm. perfect. Finally, I- like, because I don't know, like, the movie Atomic Blonde... I, for some reason, have always had that in the back of my head where I'm like, the music does not line up with when that movie takes place in the 80s. Like, some of these songs are from the early 90s and stuff and I'm like, nobody should care. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But I just appreciate it when it's like, oh, this did come out in 1987 even if it maybe wasn't like a huge hit at least the year was right yeah but when it's yeah. too
1: much when they go the other way when it's uh, too many songs from mm-hmm. that era you're like and i know air has this problem i'm I yeah hear, but like, yeah it
2: does yeah it just tries to keep things going by having music you're yeah. just
1: like okay like you're doing tears for fears <laughs> you know everybody wants to rule the world like that's a great yeah. song but you're not going to manipulate me you don't <laughs> control gonna... me travis knight what about a
0: or Bre- phil knight breakfast club song he sings that a lot don't you forget Don't about it? Don't you me. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: that's mm-hmm. true. And they they even show the, the end of breakfast. Yeah, Club. the
0: fist up in the air and yeah. Bumblebee does it at some point. You're like, cool. I, apparently that movie resonated. He's with
1: literally you. like, this is a political symbol. The yeah. Fist in the
0: air. Yeah. Well, he's a political dissident. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's he's a he's a flat out political criminal. Flat earther, political criminal, terrorist. <laughs> and his his best friend
1: is a lover of fascists. Yeah. <laughs> he lives on a different planet and yet he's, he's a, a flat earther. Earth. That's commitment. <laughs> Doesn't believe anything. Well, from there he sees. they can only see a 2D. <laughs>
2: you know, it's yeah. like. Yeah, his honeycomb vision like only allows. That's him. why it's the dark of the moon, because he just flipped it over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you guys think of honeycomb vision? I liked that. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, like the helmet that goes
2: on, yeah, almost yeah. like
1: the Iron Man mask exactly. or whatever. But it's <laughs> bees. I love his design. Like, yeah. I, I like when the robots are more. Uh, anthropomorphic in some way or that they have like recognizable features I really Mm. I find it so distracting and I hate in this movie that the villains you can't see what you're looking at also at the end when he goes he joins Optimus Prime on the road but Optimus is a truck yeah You don't. If you haven't seen the movies, like I hadn't when I Mm -hmm. saw it, you have no clue what you're looking at. I was like, I was like,
0: that's Optimus, but I'm like cross-eyed after watching three of these movies. Even me,
1: I was like,
2: is that just an homage? Like, that's not Optimus. That's just a truck. Yeah, it's it's
1: completely unclear because there's no context for Mm -hmm. it. He just looks at. First of all, it's the weirdest scene. Yeah, he looks at the Golden Gate Bridge with honeycomb vision mm-hmm. and he sees a camaro yep. then decides to imitate the camaro yep. then he goes to the golden gate bridge what happened to the original camaro that's just know. gone i guess mm-hmm. yeah and he just lines up with a truck that's like red white and blue yeah he imitates the camaro and then she's like i've never like you could be a camaro this whole time
2: he's like yeah anyway see a loser like okay, he bye, get in the Camaro. <laughs> He doesn't even let
0: her get in,
1: like, Cheyla, to ride it Cheyla a little bit.
0: gets to ride my cool car.
2: Yeah, he his, me I was his hand dick
1: bug. is his draping from behind. <laughs> 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 yeah, did you see sparks going as he's on the Golden Gate Bridge? No, poster. but then he he just winds up at that truck next yeah. to... In the poster for the
2: last night, his, like, dismembered arm is in the poster. So I'm oh my like, God. is that his dismembered oh my hand
1: dick? He, did he, uh, he dick photobombed? <laughs> yeah.
3: Did she t-
0: there was a moment I forgot to talk about. I feel like this is big giant, but there's like a scene where like Bumblebee or Optimus just casually holding like Jazz when he's ripped in half.
2: That's in the third one. That's the third one. That's not this movie. Oh what are you God. talking? I about I thought that was
0: the first movie. We're talking about
2: Bumblebee. I know. I was
1: like, am I insane for no, forgetting? Yeah. What? No. I I just <laughs> no, no, it? no. No. I I just was remembering that moment. Don't gaslight like me, about. Connery. You're I'm not about right? crazy. <laughs>
0: About body parts being ripped off I'm like there's are super optimist like holding his ripped in half I'm like
1: oh jazz yeah. oh well okay before we finish can I I had things that I wrote yeah, hit it. The, literally they're just notes I'm just gonna read them no let's go okay this is one that I wrote Charlie getting bullied by the shitty blonde for her dead dad is legit <laughs> fucked <laughs> up that's I know, like I the like, most
2: it's like the roughest thing <laughs> when she says me, that yeah. I'm like
1: oh man. my god you enormous piece of shit yeah like monster how can you do that and then also, there's a moment where Memo says... To the, to me, it it proves the whole movie is bad when he says to her, <laughs> the darkest nights produce the brightest stars, and she loves it. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's really touching. And he said Weight Watchers. Yeah. My
0: mom got that from Weight Watchers. Yeah.
2: Whenever yeah. you say Memo, I think it's like the, the Memory Transformer or something. <laughs> yeah, it's the stupidest name ever. He's okay. Memory Transformer.
1: And then at the end uh it's home videotape <laughs> when he 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 tries to hold her hand and then she kisses him yeah well, it was actually not quite the end uh-huh. and he goes you just kiss me and she says on the cheek to clarify i'm not into you i don't like you this is not sexual yeah, not and thing. he goes still counts twice like wow. there is something very Upsetting. Toxic about yeah. Memo's obsession with hooking up with Charlie. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that they like shut it down. But she really probably shouldn't have even kissed him because no. give him an inch and they take a mile. Yeah,
0: he's going to obsess over for a long time and she's going to have to go to a restraining order.
1: He's, if he was around in this era, he would be making like deep fakes, like pornographic <laughs> deep fakes of Charlie <laughs> oh and distributing God. them to the other classmates. Like yeah. that is what kids are doing. There was a story about it just today. Really? Yeah. He no, does. that's not real. Yeah, that's real. There, there was a person arrested at a gym. I mean, this technically, happened two it's day. not
0: real because it's a deep fake. Yeah, I know, but like, I feel like people are doing it. I'll pull
1: it up when we're, when we're not broadcasting. <laughs> oh, my God. But a guy at a gym told people that he hooked up with a girl who works at the gym, uh-huh. but he had just made a deep fake, an AI deep fake of the two of them having sex that and shown so, it to people at the gym. Not so real. And up. I think
2: he's being sued. Good. Yeah, he yeah, should be. You're, you're talking about siding with the Decepticons. If you read yeah memo and i just want
1: to be clear i don't side with them (laughs) i I, we we
2: need to He said uh, he said i root for the colonizers
1: (laughs) yes in
2: context (laughs) out of context that sounds bad in context that's bad in context i i do not spoke don't worry i can can cut it
1: out uh no no. michael bay's a a hitler (laughs) Yeah. T- please don't string my words together. No. But no. W- but, yeah, he he would do that. He, but he's I, a bastard boy. I do think that I do think that it the political alignments are peculiar. Like mm-hmm. the Decepticons yeah. are obviously evil or coded yeah. as evil, but if you think of this movie as an extension of the military program that Michael Bay is trying to enforce on the rest of the movies, mm-hmm. it's very politically muddy. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's why well,
2: I'm just All I meant was if you read it from a different perspective of Memo and Charlie, Memo is definitely like singling out this kind of outsider girl who's Mm -hmm. like uh, harassed by a a bunch of people to the point where they're like, oh, your dad's dead, isn't he? Like, she's like,
0: everyone hates her for some reason. She didn't do anything. She just works like corndog on a stick and hangs out.
1: I guess because she's depressed. Like, literally, they're just like, oh, let's pick on the depressed girl who wears, like, she's even worse. uh, You know, thick eyeliner and Smith shirts. Yeah, Yeah, I almost half expected her
2: to jump off and, like, do the dive after the guy and then, like, be like, where's Bumblebee? Like, uh, like a Twilight. A love,
0: I thought there was going to be a love triangle. I thought they were really going to enforce I'm like, oh, this is this new guy is going to come in and he's going to make Memo yeah. feel insecure. And then it's going to be like a whole kind of like love thing. And I was like, oh, no, that didn't happen. I'm kind of glad maybe that didn't happen. Yeah, I, I don't think
1: either guy is great. No, they're both bad people. Yeah. Anyways,
2: sorry, Sean. You had more notes? Oh,
1: no, I, I was close to the end, but the last one that I had, and this is just like stupid, but. That's what the show is. I have a lot of stupid notes that I want to <laughs> yeah. say before we go. I yeah. just it just bothers me that when Charlie leaves Bumblebee for the first time, mm-hmm. she leaves him a pop tart. Like yeah. Okay, so you figured out that this guy He's a guy, right? Yeah Bumblebee. Bumblebee's what is guy. Bumblebee's gender? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I identifies as, as Autobot. Okay, so no, that, I, thought I said he anyway. But. Even so, Bumblebee mm-hmm. being an Autobot, mm-hmm. she's figured out Charlie has figured out that Bumblebee consumes, you know, the normal things that a robot alien eats, gas, um, metal bits, yeah, pieces of, you know, uh, rust, scrap, exactly, yeah,
2: he plugs into the house at some point, but I don't know if he gets, like, nutrients from that, I think it's implied
1: that he does get, like, stronger, right, so he's, like, like an electric car, yeah, okay, and she knows all that, but leave, well, no, I'm sorry, because I think he gets electrocuted after she leaves, like, while he's, like, rummaging through her house, yeah, but, it still bothers me that she thinks, "Well, this guy is a car slash alien." You know what he probably wants is my toaster strudel. Where is he going to eat it? Is he going to like feed it into a tape deck that
2: he
0: has?
1: Inside yeah, and of she him? just like, puts it on top. He yeah. doesn't
2: even have like a working throat anymore. No,
1: <laughs> he doesn't have a. Working he needs. Throat. He needs like an IV. Yeah, <laughs> He needs to be drip yes. fed. He cannot eat. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to be lubricated on. Yeah, <laughs> like the piss is not waste. The piss <laughs> is fuel. <laughs> the piss is fuel. So all the Transformers just get together like
0: oh my what god, god, I do not want to, hear, want to imagine the Transformers piss no.
1: party.
2: <laughs> let's go, Autobots. Bumblebee needs our help. Let's lubricate him. <laughs>
3: oh my god.
0: I hate the image in my head right now. I hate it. It's just all the Autobots pissing on Bumblebee. It's horrible. Would have been a better movie. Would have- <laughs> We can all agree on that. It definitely would have been iconic. Everyone's like, remember that?
1: Like, remember the Transformers? Transformers? When they all got together and
0: pissed on Bumblebee?
1: Oh, yeah, that's the oh, one like where the, the owner act, like, I pissed on her. That. It's
2: like two people are like, you saw that too? I thought I, I thought I buried that in the back of my <laughs> mind. I, I never... It's like It or something yeah. like 25 years later. I did ask at a certain point in my head. I'm "Like, i don't, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> like, I don't want to go any further, but I guess I am. It's like... Has anyone fucked inside of a Transformer? Well, yes, Megan
0: Fox and Shia LaBeouf have definitely fucked inside
1: Bumblebee. Well, they, Bumble,
0: oh, Bumblebee and the other
2: uh, Grimlock, they're both yeah. like perverts. They
1: want everybody to fuck. All the yeah. to fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. She is being pushed, Charlie is being pushed in this movie by Bumblebee to yeah. fuck the bad guy. Yes. Not even Memo. huh. Bumblebee's like, yeah, fuck the cliff diving guy whose who's girlfriend just shamed you for your
2: your dad? Yeah. All he knows is power because Optimus puts his legs up on him all exactly. the time. Oh
0: my god, that's so powerful. Tyler. Bumblebee's a sub and he just wants to see other people get it on.
2: No wonder he... <laughs> that's all he knows. He's, He's a, a child soldier. He's a voyeur. Yeah.
0: He's being abused by Optimus. Yeah. I think. Oh
3: He's like
2: used
1: god. to watching Optimus like fuck in front of him. <laughs> like Optimus' harem. The, the, the Autobot harem. <laughs>
0: the one, one lady <laughs> Autobot that Optimus is only allowed to have.
2: This is this is our raunchiest episode since Batman Forever.
0: I think so. I think the piss party threw it over it, the It's end, a yeah. shame
1: because honestly, like it's funny to fuck around, but I, I it makes you realize like a movie that had these things would be far more interesting. And yeah, in my yeah. opinion, <laughs> this sounds stupid, but I really believe it. Would be more successful. Probably. I, everyone would go see it. Yeah, like if they released a movie where people Okay, (laughs) skip the pissing, but, like, if there was a situation where the Autobots are sexual and adult in some way... Everyone would go. Everyone would go. Mm -hmm. The attention on it would be so profound. Yeah,
0: like, if I said there is a full-on, like, shot, like, a, like, movie PG-13 lovemaking scene between Optimus and, like, the motorcycle girl one, everyone would go. Yes. They could
2: do it because, like, they murder everybody and, like, they murder the other robots in this and it's Mm -hmm. fine. It's PG-13, so it's, like, they may
1: as well, like... It's just going
2: to be like uh, Team America or something.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but to me, the proof of this is like when an R-rated spinoff of like a Marvel comic, like how people are were clamoring for Joker to be rated R. Oh, yeah. It God. was R. Yeah. And then it was a a huge success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, that proves everything you need to know. You don't yeah. need to have some tame, like clownish Jack Nicholson. No, be Joker. Weird. Todd Phillips
2: should direct a Transformers movie.
1: <laughs> He'd make a good one. He's a great director. I
0: like the idea of the of like when the Autobots like have sex, they kind of turn into a they form to go to form a big cube and it just like floats and like lights are popping out of it and then like they like a disco re, ball like a disco ball. And then they reform. And there's like a tiny Transformer. that's there, so yep. it's like they're just turned into an easy bake oven that makes another Transformer. <laughs>
1: okay, a little
0: microwave instead of yeah, like
1: a microwave. baby carriage. Dude, dude. I'm picturing like a Dr. Strangelove thing where they oh. turn into the helicopters and then they dock on one another. You know that sequence? Spe- yeah.
2: Speaking of that, my favorite moment in this whole movie is when Angela Bassett and Justin Throw, are helicopters. Yeah. They turn into cars for no reason and mm-hmm. then be and run, then run on their feet. It's like they yeah. could have just landed on their
3: feet.
1: I saw that.
2: They turned into it three times for no reason,
0: but I liked it. It's cool.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why they did it. Yeah. They're like, oh, Tyler, you'll like this.
0: <laughs> they go from car to helicopter
1: to person. <laughs> it... I just think if you took more risks, that we're in such a risk averse climate yes. mm-hmm. for for films. And I watched this one, and I'm like, there is no original thinking in the whole movie. Yeah, even though it works melodramatically, mm-hmm. like yeah, the power of the emotion is there. The actors are all there's nothing ever seen before on right? fire. Yeah. There's nothing happening. Mm-hmm.
2: Like at least E. T. You see E.T. all Withered and disgusting, and it's haunted my life ever <laughs> since I saw it as a child. Like yeah. that was traumatizing to look at. Yeah. There's nothing trauma. There Traumatize should be more trauma. more kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying there should be something no, like There should be something haunting.
1: Yeah, I, I the that's closest... why I'm like
0: Coraline, uh like what's it called? Dark Crystal,
1: never ending story. I'm like, scare your kids a little bit. It's fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only scene in the entire film that has any sort of visual power like that is when he takes Justin Thoreau, wraps him in a chain, and then rips his body up. Oh apart. yeah. That He's part like, was cool. You think these chains can break me? Or like can can't hold be me. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, oh I thought something exploded,
2: but it's like, oh no, he just pulled them and he fell apart. Yeah, he he ripped his his body open. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he
0: dismembered it. And doing that to a person, like. It's horrifying. Like, that's a Mortal Kombat death.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only moment where it's like, oh, wow, that's intense.
0: Yeah, like, that was cool, Bumblebee. Do that again.
1: I would have liked to have seen the guy who does the cliff diving have a full midsummer moment. Like he just lands (laughs) on the rocks. Oh God!
0: (laughs) What a dark turn that was. She's like, just everyone shrieks and runs, and it just turns this whole big thing. She's like, Bumblebee, I just saw a guy
1: die today. uh, It follows, but it's Bumblebee. Yes, (laughs) only she can see Bumblebee. When does? Here's a question. You know how there's that Winnie the Pooh blood oh, yeah. and honey. Yeah, yeah, the horror one. When does Transformers enter the public domain a so while. that we can actually see some weird-ass shit happening yeah. in this universe? Because I... Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In in just thinking about this franchise, I want to watch the others, and I will follow along with your episodes, yes. because I love the idea of the Transformers. Mm-hmm. Like They are a very visually cool yeah, concept. Yeah. It's fun. And the mythology... It, it, interests me
0: it's basically superman but like yeah it's yeah good. bumblebee gets kal
2: in the beginning of this it's yeah like he gets sent off to earth as a like basically a baby mm-hmm. to go i mean he's not a baby but he's like a, well he, he is kind yeah. of a baby he is a baby man he gets sent off in a ship while
1: while uh, krypton blows up basically yeah. mm-hmm. and then yeah and, and is literally raised by humans yes. on earth I, I love that and i love how they look when they transform mm-hmm. i would like to see more and expand that mythology, but like I wanna see some actual dramatic risks being taken. I don't wanna just see them like fighting all the time. It just yeah. reminds me of Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, I love the idea of a car going to space. Does it need to feel like every other sequence in every other one of these movies? Right. No. Like well, make it differently.
2: She, what, what's what's yeah. the catch? Give if, us something. If you're gonna send a car to space, it has to be like a sequence from first man. Yeah, with uh, Ryan Gosling, which is a really harrowing. Uh, That's a, space a terrifying movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. I did think about how Vin Diesel. Sh- how, how it's crazy! It's he hasn't been in a Transformers movie. He I used agree. To do a off. Wow. like Hobbs and Shaw. Just do a Vin, Vin and Bumble or something a of Vin Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Iron Giant. He could Vin... voice the the, oh. op, the
0: the Autobot and be. What about Perhaps like it, a military made Autobot and that's Vin Diesel? Military made? Yeah, like they Oh, I thought you meant it. like cleaning like no, uh, yeah. No, like, <laughs> like, uh, the <laughs> no, Pacifier. No, 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 like, like, like military the military made. Yeah, like
1: they <laughs> She's in t- like a camo skirt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a feather.
2: Like <laughs> No, I've invented I mean, like, something like, horrible and new works. for the internet. Like,
0: we've created this new weapon that should be able to defeat <laughs> the Autobots.
1: transformers waifu transformers wow we went straight into pornography at the end there there was piss play first i don't know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) no i i think vin diesel should punish the rock for for branching off into hobbs and shaw (laughs) by getting into like you know how they they reconciled (laughs) in the week we were recording this (laughs) they no they they just they just (laughs) uh reconciled in the week that we're recording this episode. And like, you know that Vin probably still has some hurt feelings Mm -hmm. that because he was such a bully to The Rock, that The Rock broke off and said, okay, well, I'm going to make a billion dollar film of my own in the same franchise. Yeah, The Rock to punish Vin, no, Vin Vin to to punish punish The Rock Rock. should now join Transformers (laughs) and be in the biggest one of all of them. Yeah.
0: I'd watch it. But it's his spinoff. Yeah. And he'd just be a big giant robot that the military creates and... He learns to love and joins the Autobots, and it's great, and, you know, goes from being like a family. weapon to a person. Yeah. Family. And it's it's a stupid family. There you go.
1: What were you going to say about the powers?
2: Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> the power structure of the fast uh, universe is about to
1: change. <laughs> <laughs> we should just say that for all. Yeah, the the hierarchy of power. Hierarchy the of power. power is yeah. about to, uh, I feel I, like we do say that all. Yeah.
2: I just also talk about how awful Terramana Tequila is, because it's really bad. It is bad. Sorry, I, The Rock.
1: Yeah. Well, they can't all be Casamigos. Somebody
2: please sponsor
1: us. <laughs> We're looking at you, The Rock. <laughs> I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I think bravery is missing from mm. these movies, from certainly from Bumblebee. Yeah, uh, Can't speak for the others besides the first one. It's missing.
2: Yeah, John Cena is fine in this, I wasted. think. Yeah, he's good wasted.
1: He's, he's good in Suicide Squad, I thought. The, mm, he the Suicide good. Squad. He's great in that, and he's, uh, you know forever will be legendary in my mind for blockers and train wreck yes he's really getting train wreck so funny in those movies a a gifted gifted actor good for him but he he wants to be dave batista he wants to be taken seriously as a guy who fights for for entertainment but who can also act dramatically and he doesn't have that yeah that's okay i saw 12 rounds it was bad Mm. that's fine like you know, do what you do and do it well. Look at yeah. Schwarzenegger; if he can do it,
0: yeah, literally, the dude was yeah. governor. Like he, he, you can do that too, John Cena.
1: The Cena-nator. The Senator. <laughs> the hmm. The Senator. The, the man John. On the John scene? Senator. He's gonna be a senator. Yeah, John, yeah, senator. John Cena. John <laughs> Senator. you heard of the Governor? This is the, <laughs> the Senator. <laughs> 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 Jesus
0: Christ! That's what good. have you done?
1: I just this changed is... the timeline. Yeah,
0: you've like altered the course of history. <laughs>
2: This is John Mayor. I think you know <laughs> <what he
0: does. laughs> I don't have one. I can't think of one. That's okay. Uh, we should wrap it up, I think. Yeah, that's good.
2: Uh, I do, okay, okay. <laughs> Who's Charlie? Oh, Charlie. Charlie's the girl. Char- Who's Agent Burns? John Cena? That's Cena. Yeah, Cena. Because Charlie does say to him that Bumblebee will be more human than John Cena ever will be. <laughs> That's, That's good. Do you have any final notes, Connery, before we go? Any little things that you wanted to know uh,
0: before? Let me double check my notes if there's anything I really needed to say. Um, I do have notes that why is Bumblebee stupid now, but we talked all <laughs> about that. No, I'm, I really like the chain part. Um, we talked about everything I really wanted to.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, mostly
0: it's me being like, I wish Hailey Steinfeld wasn't somehow in the rest of the movies because she has a stronger connection to the Bumblebee, than Shia LaBeouf ever hoped. To. Yeah, I
2: almost feel like the end of this movie almost feels like there's going to be a sequel to this. Too, yeah. With with her.
0: That's Rise of the Beasts. She's not in
2: it, though. She's not in it. Right? I want
0: her to be. Like, how is she not in that movie? Like, yeah.
1: that seems like the perfect way know. to bring her back in.
2: Don't worry. Uh, wait, what's his name again? Well, but she's
1: not hates? old enough, because this one takes place in 1987, so yeah. she'd have to play 35 years older. Oh, really? Well, no, the Could, next- Amy Seinfeld one? In, in old man makeup? <laughs> like, <laughs> old, old man makeup! <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know. Uh, just, next I'm next <laughs> just picturing, like, a bad grandpa. I hurt yeah.
2: myself. <laughs> <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, she's, like, in, withered. in a- Withered. Terminator Dark theater or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um. The, the, the newest one that's in theaters now, it takes place in the 90s, so it's not oh, okay. too much farther ahead. It's just ten it's like they're gonna do the new Ray movie
1: for Star Wars, oh. but it's. Oh, like, I thought you were saying like the sequel to the Jamie Foxx movie, Ray, and I was like, <laughs> is is that that's not happening? Yeah, and he goes, "Don't you know who I am? I'm Electro. <laughs> I have one final note. yes, yeah, and this bothers me that I didn't know this before, but I want to make sure that nobody else makes the mistake that I make. <laughs> Bumblebee is not spelled capital B, U M. B-L-B-E-E-B-E. <laughs> Hold bumble- on. Bloop- Let's start over. <laughs> I, like can bumble- spell the, I can spell this word. I just wasn't looking. Capital B, lowercase U-M-B-L-E-B-E-E. Mm-hmm. It's I, not spelled I, that way? Did I just do three E's again? No, it's you're, no you're, good. You, 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 you're good. Bumblebee. Yeah. No, <laughs> that, that's it's not. Good. It's not. No. What is it? It's stylized as capital B, U-M-B-L, capital B, E-E. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Bumble B. What, why can't they do the other E? No, it, they do do the other E, but it's just that the B is capital. There's oh, two capitals. Okay, oh, okay. B's. I thought you were saying he. Has I like just a forgot con- how to spell it. <laughs> like okay, there was okay. no E at the end of that first no, one. No, there are two E's. I thought you were
2: making a connection, like he has a contract with the dating app or something. No, I should
1: have. I should have written it down <laughs> on the whiteboard. But it's it's capital B U M B L E capital B lowercase E. It's like his first All right, one last more time. time. <laughs> Yeah, let's just keep repeating this until I get it right. B U M Bum bum I regret it up. Bumblebee,
0: <laughs> Bumblebee, never gonna give you
2: up. Okay, no. well, all right. No. Those are our thoughts. <laughs> no, those are our thoughts on the sixth transfer, the 2018 film Bumblebee, yes. directed by Travis Knight, Nike son, like what? a son, son of Nike dad.
0: What a revelation!
2: Um, yeah, that's that's our thoughts. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Sean Malin, thank you so much for joining oh, yeah, was us. So
1: much fun! That was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no going problem. fully
2: back into NPR voice, uh, after, for the first time this episode going after going talking from about piss play to Ira Glass. <laughs> Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> and waifus and waifus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sean Malin, do you have anything to plug before we go?
1: Oh sure. Uh, follow me at Cinemalyns on Twitter. Uh, read my columns. Start here at New York Magazine. Um, I could really use. Ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Just send it to my go. address. We'll post that in the in the notes. Oh, okay. oh we
2: can dox you. Okay, yeah, Logan we're doxing. not doxing. <laughs> it it does doesn't count it as yourself. doxing if I give it yeah, to you. It's open.
1: I'm open. To it. I like gifts and <laughs> freebies. So if you got any of those, yeah, Sean them, was kind send of, of to bring through. me
0: a gift for my home, and it's so it was so sweet. Appreciate that.
1: And we gave him nothing, so
0: I guess <laughs> we, we, g- we have to give him fifteen thousand gave- dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say we gave him the right to be on the podcast.
2: Oh right, uh,
1: uh, the gift that keeps on giving.
2: <laughs> the gift yes. that
0: keeps on—it's an eterni- eternity gift
2: until uh, it ends up on—I don't
1: know—a watch list.
2: talking about—I mean—talking uh, I mean, <laughs> no.
1: about sympathizing with Osama. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we
0: yeah.
2: never said that. People could
0: put it together if they wanted. We but. said we got him. It's obvious whose team we're on: um, the Decepticons, <laughs> the uh, Viet Cong. Everyone, show your tattoos. <laughs> what? You're flesh. Tra- you're a flesh Decepticon. Admit it. Oh, okay. No,
2: I did like your idea of uh, that you tweeted. I think today about a, a be like system for for podcasts. Oh. Yeah,
1: I, I'll just say this in closing. If, if I can't say that, I I know you need to patent it. Probably. But. No, sure. Sure. I'm not trying to invent it, but <laughs> yeah. like podcasts are. There's so many of them out there. It's very hard for people to find what they want. But once you get into them and you start curating and you really yeah. find your like this podcast isn't in my daily diet but it's in my monthly pod like i can always listen to it i appreciate that you guys are always recording well whenever you hear a podcast that you like you have to keep it close but Mm -hmm. i feel like i lose them as i listen to new stuff so i would like to see a resource where i could take a podcast like this episodes that might be behind a paywall Mm -hmm. or that you know if you guys start a patreon that are Mm -hmm. only for subscribers there and compile them into one fell swoop where I have, you know, my 25 podcasts that I like to listen to in every couple of weeks. And I pay $20 a month and get all of their content there.
0: I like the idea of some kind of call it consolidation app like that. That's a good idea.
1: And if you invent it, I get at least 20%. I'll cut you in. Thank I was, you. I was
0: going to say 15, but sure 20. Right. I was yeah. going to say 30, but sure 20. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh Connor, what do you
2: have to plug before we go
0: uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and also enjoy tabletop role-playing games you'll probably enjoy starship impala national play role-playing game podcast or me and four other friends play the starfinder game you can find us on apple podcast app or on soundcloud tyler what do you have to plug uh
2: follow me on instagram at tammy vice for any photos i'm putting up uh you can follow my dog's instagram at hey it's franklin oh. i don't know how many underscores are there, so good luck <laughs> try to there find sure it be one. <laughs> i'll put it in the in the uh, description nice. and uh check out high desert on apple tv plus and dave on hulu there's those are both shows i worked on mm-hmm. um i don't know give him a give him a check give give him a view yeah. i was gonna say give him a listen to two in the podcast head right now but
0: what is that he keeps chewing now keeps now chewing <laughs> oh my on, like, god the he disintegrated covered. that yeah, one yeah he ruins them it's, it's terrible oh Good thing fine. we're not using that one. Yeah, right? We don't, we don't use these bases, and we're fine.
2: Niles is the Decepticon of the episode. It
0: truly is. He's like that weird one that runs around, the one that SpongeBob voices. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: Tom Kenny, who voices SpongeBob, voices too.
1: And Mussolini in the stop motion, Guillermo del Toro, Pinocchio. Yes. Really? Yeah. I didn't
0: thank know you.
2: that. that uh, his Mussolini accent's way less offensive than what he does in Transformers <laughs> 3. Yeah, it really
0: is. <laughs> All
2: right, thank you for, to Maringeni for our artwork, Woo! and Nick Verka for our music. Uh, Like, share, subscribe. I feel like I'm missing something.
0: I don't think so. I think you're good. Okay,
2: there we go. Mm -hmm. Until next time, I'll never talk. (laughs) Let's make that permanent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Skip
3: it about